0: What's fucking cracking, y'all? Welcome to <laughs> episode 119 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Renell Pearson, alongside the inevitable one, Devin Stanford. How you doing, baby? Doing good, doing good. How about you, man? Uh, you know, it's, it's a lit Saturday morning. We're doing the thing. Well, afternoon now. Uh, it's mm-hmm. shockingly getting warmer by the second as we go. Yeah, uh, actually, time. like...
1: I'm I was looking at the weather because um, I, I had a friend I was talking to about going hiking here soon, mm-hmm. um, and the weather is great today. The weather great tomorrow, and then it's it's gonna be good up until about Thursday, and then we're going back to that rainy yeah, bullshit. Yeah. again. On fucking course, man. I guess, I I guess know. that's
0: that's the give and take. At least at least for another probably month, right? And then then it starts like really starting to get a little. I hope here. not, like man, Northwest. because
1: it's. It's going to be June in like two weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. Listen, I hope not either, because I could use a little bit of sun in my fucking life. My melanin's kind of missing it. You know what I mean? I'm 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 missing wearing shorts for my my big old horse legs. You know, like it's, it's just I'm, I miss it. I do miss it. But let's be real. <laughs> the world, global warming's fucked up everything, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. That's on. Un- like, we're, we're still having lows of like as low as like thirty nine right now. You know, the, like, like getting so the, cold at night so damn I know. Cold. Uh, I know. How was your week down? I, I can't uh, you know, it's kind of a weird week. Um I was dealing with a lot of allergies and sinus issues and, and mm. stuff like that. Um so didn't really work a whole lot, but uh you know, I did a couple other things which I'll talk about later and okay, you know, made some yeah, plans like oh, and okay, stuff, okay, some upcoming okay. things, okay, you know. So I like it. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I like it, doggy dog. Let's so let's fucking
0: go, dude, dude. So next week, and we're gonna be talking about this here in a little bit. We have such an exciting week of content rolling out. We we got we got season three of Love, Death, and Robots the other day. We have mm-hmm. Stranger Things season four and Obi Wan coming out the same day. Uh, two episodes of Obi Wan actually. You got we got Maverick. We got Top Gun Maverick, which we're seeing next Friday for our review next Saturday. Uh, dude, And we're seeing it in
1: D-Box. Big, big, big. You know what I'm saying? Like- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Like with, the, with all the flying and stuff. Oh, know? dude, it's going to be so good, man.
0: And listen, like I know Genesis was kind of like, you guys have fun. But we were like, we will. <laughs> we will. That
1: is for sure.
0: God damn, dude. And Tom and Tom Cruise is out here just being tiny little Tom. It's Tiny Tom. You know, what I'm Yeah, but he's
1: six foot in all his movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he and he runs a lot. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Mission possible. Or or was
1: it was that Harb's way? oh
0: yeah <laughs> but we hope that you guys don't run away from us because this is the good no, Kraken no, no. podcast no, no, no. I know right? All right your choice for all the nerdy <laughs> video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7pm and Saturday at 12pm if you're riding this wave you can head on over to patreon.com slash good Kraken show where you can submit questions to topics of the show get exclusive post show content and have early access to episodes before they go live on video and podcast services across the digital sea. But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment that is totally fine. You can watch us record this show live right here at twitch.tv slash good show. If you have your Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. We would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for everyone that is listening or watching at home. But you can support us by going to our YouTube channel like YouTube channel. I did not enunciate that B. That YouTube. <laughs> that YouTube. Uh, we're, we're on your. We're on your iPhones. Everywhere, fuck Bono. Everywhere. <laughs> fuck, fuck Bono. Uh, by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that link, uh, beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching "Good Kraken" with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. <laughs> Damn it! Sure we know. have. Some captain's orders, my friend. By the time this episode goes live to the public, uh, we will have two episodes coming out uh, tomorrow. Today's Saturday, the twenty-first. Uh, we'll have two episodes rolling out tomorrow because of our weird fucky schedule that happened last week. Things got a little bit disarrayed, but we're work. We we got things back in alignment again. Okay, back in alignment here. So on Sunday, tomorrow, you will have one episode of Shipwreck Show and an episode of The Good Kraken Show. Um, And then on Monday, you will have this episode going public, uh, which if you're listening to this and uh, not watching live on Twitch.tv slash Good Kraken Show, then it is Monday for you. And happy Monday. I hope you're enjoying that weather out there. You know what I'm saying? And for the rest of your week. (laughs) Devin, what do we got for the people, my man? Tell them. Yo,
1: we got some exciting things in the hell (laughs)
0: <laughs> Devin, let's say let's say you
1: take uh, first three. Take first three. We'll just split this oh, bad yeah, boy in half. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. Yo, this is the moment we have all been waiting for, especially me, mm. especially me. Mm. A new Daredevil series is in the works over at Disney Plus, and this is coming from Matt Kim over at IGN. According to Variety... Covert Affairs duo Matt Corman and Chris Ord are attached to write and executive produce a series that will once again bring the man without fear into the Marvel fold. The MCU has already established Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock and Vincent D'Onfrio's Kingpin exist in their universe after two after the two debuted in Netflix's street-level Marvel Universe. Cox repraised his role as Murdoch when he was defending Peter Parker in Spider-Man No Way Home and D'Onofrio returned as the villain in Disney Plus's Hawkeye. These appearances have gotten fans thinking this is just the beginning for those two as Marvel continues to expand its TV and movie universe, but rather than a new Daredevil series, speculation suggested Cox and D'Onofrio could make more guest appearances in shows like She-Hulk, which centers around the legal world or Echo, who has a connection to Kingpin. Yo. 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 So, so here's some things. All right, all right. Okay. You know, speculation, rumors, things like that. Sure. Everybody knows who listens or watches the show or hangs out in Discord. I fucking pay attention to this shit. And I've been saying for a while that, hey, Daredevil's coming to Disney+. Plus new show it's going to happen i've been saying this for a while we finally got our official confirmation right and um granted he's like yeah we kind of knew it was going to happen but we kind of didn't know the state of defenders like if they're just going to integrate the characters into other shows or if they're going to have their own standalone series or movies right now we've also been hearing for like over a year that uh, Matt Murdock is going to be in She-Hulk which makes the most sense right it makes right, of lawyers right it makes exactly. sense exactly right. in New York mm-hmm. you know exactly. so it's like yeah. Yeah. um I'm excited to see how that's going to happen um, obviously you can't do an echo show without those happening cuz in the right. in the comics echo and and Matt Murdock actually fall in love which is yes. you know yeah yeah funny enough
0: yeah Yeah. um (laughs) you know yeah this is this is uh i mean like like we said we're not surprised uh this is dope um especially after seeing you know no way home we were like holy shit he's here Mm -hmm. he's back it's real life this is actually happening Uh, of course they are gonna give us a daredevil series at some point or another after Mm -hmm. after showing that like it would be useless if they did not um but do you like? Do you feel good about this? Like, do you think it's gonna be great? Like, like I don't like. We've we've had a slate of MCU TV content, right, for Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and it's gone all over the board. Like, we've had some that were like, okay, sure. We've had some that were like, holy shit, this is good. We've even had some that are like, it could probably be better, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you think this is going to
1: fall? So, you know, that I I'm hoping. I'm hoping they keep the same theme from the Netflix show um, sure. that they did the running on that. Um, but, you know, with Kevin Feige at the helm, you know what I mean? That makes a big difference, right? That right. makes a big difference. Right, it does. It does. Um, I, I'm, I'm almost certain, I want to say uh, in my pure belief, like 99.99999% <laughs> that they will, because I don't think they would have brought those shows over unedited and not continue on like that that whole they, monster in that vibe right. yeah exactly yeah, exactly and you know those shows they they did make mention of the avengers from time to time they yeah. did talk about the they battle did. of new york and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it had very very light integration with the mcu already so i think they're just going to double down on that or triple down or you know bring it into the fold and really really show that. Um I mean Daredevil is kind of like a, a tethered character in the comics, right? Right. He 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 is involved with a lot of the characters that we we know that are coming and characters that have been introduced. Um I'm really excited to see what kind of relationship they build between him and Spider-Man because they are actually pretty close in the comics. Yes they and, are they're like you know, real close dog like yeah and and after seeing No Way Home like and then making that connection right away, like I've, it, like, are we gonna get Spider Man in the Daredevil show? Are we gonna get Daredevil and more Spider Man movies? Who fucking knows, man. Are we like, getting Daredevil and She Hulk? You know, he's he's gonna be crossing paths with all these Avengers now. Are they gonna sh- bring that into the show too? I, I, mm. We can only hope, right. Mm, mm.
0: Goddamn. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 exciting. It's exciting time to be an MCU fan. Mm-hmm. It's exciting time to be a Marvel fan. Uh, unfortunately, though, Marvel has a couple of things that they're doing. That's a little bit
1: fucking wonky. Devin, tell them. <laughs> yeah. Marvel Studios is licensing Stan Lee's likeness from the company he sued before his death. This is coming from Charles Pulliman Moore over at The Verge. Pow. Entertainment, the production house Stanley co-founded in 2001 and subsequently sued in 2018 for allegedly forging his signature on legal documents, has entered a licensing agreement with Guinness Brands and Marvel Studios, granting genius, genius, genius Brands. Sorry, I was, I was thinking Guinness World Records for for a second here. <laughs> you need a beer. You need a beer. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> need a beer sure. <laughs> oh, it's so, 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 uh, real. Yep. Oh, uh, I, I got coffee. We're doing coffee for my hydrate. Oh, There's water little, in it. A little, little Jewdrate. This is what cereal says. Jewdrate. Mm. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I
1: can't even spell. <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, Genius Brands. Yeah, Genius Brands and Marvel Studios granting the Hollywood giant the right to use Lee's likeness in its upcoming projects in a press release about a the 20-year deal. Genius Brand CEO and Chairman Andy Hayward um, expressed feelings of pride and stewardship for, quote, the incredibly valuable rights to Stanley's name, likeness, merchandise, and intellectual property brand. There is no better place than Marvel and Disney where Stan should be for his movies and theme park experiences, said Hayward. As we enter the centennial year of Stan's birthday... December 28th 2022 we are thrilled to see his memory and legacy will continue to delight fans through this long-term agreement with Marvel so I Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't know what this really means personally so what they're
0: what they're saying is that we're going to see more Stan Lee cameos so
1: they're just going to get stand-in actors and deep fakes they're going to deep
0: fake Stanley Stan Lee cameos into MCU movies.
1: <laughs> I mean, let's be real. That was like one of my favorite easter egg things that they always sure. did anyways. Sure. But sure. like is this really honoring him though? No. <laughs> yeah. The answer
0: is no. Uh I think I think this is fucking weird i think i think that this was entirely unnecessary um it's just like yeah like stan like stanley's cameos is one of our favorite things ever to see at all in every marvel movie but it only meant so much because he was still alive like it, mm. it was like oh like oh dude he, he backs this he, he supports the mcu right like as we know it and that's dope but like to use his existence as a sort of gem it fucking mm-hmm. sits real wrong with me doggy dog like it it's yeah. right. and it sits wrong with a lot of people people blew the fuck up over this dude i don't know like I... with that knowledge how do you feel
1: about it now like it's like again it was one of my favorite things to see in movies you know because it showed that he 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 backed the movies he cared about the movies and you know he cared about these characters that he created or had a helping hand in creating right right but he's passed away he lived a good life his memory has been honored you know they did a lot of in in memoriam things for him Mm -hmm. i i i don't mind like seeing maybe pictures of him but like sure sure you know pictures or like artwork like if they have them like as like a character in a painting or like you know i, I picture like a newspaper they're opening the newspaper and they see like you know some stanley's face make, like some front, right. funny story with his face in it you mm-hmm. know stuff like mm-hmm. that i would be okay with but i don't want to see like deep faked characters mm-hmm. you know um like, like if we see stanley like human stanley
0: In a Marvel Mm -hmm. movie, in the same way that we've been getting like Luke Skywalker in Mandalorian, for example, if we get at that level, uh, the (laughs) the Marvel fans would be
1: very upset. Yeah, and I'm fine with the Luke Skywalker thing because Mark Hamill is still here and he's still voicing that character. That's still
0: Mark Hamill. It's just you know, yeah. Yeah, he just made to look younger. Like Mark Hamill's not dead; he's he's not buried yeah. in the fucking ground. Like Stanley's rolling in his fucking grave over this dude. Like I don't understand. Like nobody asked for this. I don't know but, why they did this. Yeah, Is this, uh, it's just so, oh god, man, god. Man. I know, I know. Well, I don't hey, know. we'll see, we'll see. I guess you know if if if, if we end up seeing Stanleys. Um, inhuman face in a fucking Marvel movie. I guess you guys can 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 start writing there, but it's like it's just it's just concerning because there's already conversations about how Marvel kind of took advantage of him and and like how things were like near the end of his life, and it's like. The, the they're like Marvel is a machine, the MCU is a machine right now, and we gotta tread those waters real fucking lightly, y'all. Like please, mm-hmm. please, please, like let them know that this isn't fucking okay. Speak up, use your goddamn voice. You can tweet at them. You can do whatever the fuck you need to do. But like, we can't just be having companies do shit like this, man. This is so dystopian mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. Like, can you imagine? Man, you fucking die, right? You die, and you just so happen to like get a lot of attention Wait on you a second. like
1: i what if they deep fake his voice and he's like an ai like jarvis okay sure maybe i'd say that's acceptable i think i think like using his like like a like a hologram
0: face at stanley that'd be kind of cool i guess that's okay yeah but like, that's not quite the same as like having him do a cameo in the same way that he was before yeah, right so yeah, it's like, yeah. cool. but anyways i mean outside of that though we do have some good news guys um yep
1: Hit him, hit uh, him, hit him with it. Yeah, um, this I'm actually pretty stoked about. The Witcher 3 next-gen version launches late 2022, and this is coming from CD Projekt. Um, Owen S. Good at Polygon has this story. The announcement follows news in April from CD Projekt executives that... It had taken development of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition back from Saber Interactive and delayed the game out of its original launch window for the first half of 2022. Saber Interactive had devel- uh, developed The Witcher Wild 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition for Nintendo Switch, which launched in October of 2019. In a call with investors on April 13th, Michael Noah Kowski CD Project's executive in charge of business development denied that the update is in some sort of development hell. There has been a lot of insi- insu- ah. insinuation. Yeah, insinuation that we're going to launch in June of next year, 2023, or something like that. And he said that's completely not the case. Man, I am really stumbling over my words this morning. I'm I am sorry, sorry everybody. Sorry, baby. It's go, uh, not coffee, enough coffee. Go, you know, maybe. not enough coffee yet. So here's the
0: deal, right? So I talked to you before about how something that I'm wanting to do is uh, read the Witcher books, which I did. Um, mm-hmm. I finished those up. And then my next goal is to play through the Witcher games up to three. And then basically, like, every other night, do, like, a thing where I'm, like, working as a Witcher on stream and stuff like that. I think that'd be a really, really fun project to take on. Um, now I'm like should I wait like should I like should I just like fucking I'll, I'll, I will it gives me time to beat which Witcher 1 and Witcher 2 but like should I wait for this I should probably wait for this right because like this is this is gonna probably look really fucking good dude you know what I mean they like, got like are you excited to play this or you know are you gonna uh, play this yeah I'm I
1: I, I I am I I never beat this game mm. Mm. so it's when this drops just like how I started playing Cyberpunk when Mm -hmm. they finally came out with the the next-gen versions. Yep. I'm playing this game.
0: Yeah. Doc. 100%. (laughs) Let's fucking go, dude. And
1: and you bet your ass I will be streaming it on 7th Brevin. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't care if you're you're streaming it too (laughs) it doesn't matter yeah no no
0: like i I mean i was i was gonna i was gonna do it on like a more of like a personal basis so like just like hey like it's it's nine o'clock at night you guys want to watch me you know work as a witcher for a couple of hours let's do it and it's gonna be like a massive project right like it's probably gonna take like a year to get through this game because it's like i'm gonna be doing like whatever because the game's fucking massive dude like i put in like 105 hours in like the like the last time i played it and never even got like I got just past a third of the way through the campaign and that was it. Yeah. There's like so much side shit to do in this fucking game. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, fucking power to him, man. I mean, like, like we definitely thought it wasn't going to be until next year, especially with everything going on with cyberpunk and like how does how that was happening and how that was rolling out, like the history of it. We didn't think that this was going to happen right away. But if they're really confirming late 2022 holiday is going to pop the fuck off, my man.
1: I hope so, especially with the delay of, you know, Starfield and Redfall, mm-hmm. um, because like, let's be real, that was my Starfield was my most hype game of this year. Yes, and course, it's course. not this year anymore. Yeah. And um, granted, next month is going to be telling of a lot of releases and announcements that we don't even know about yet mm-hmm. or like hard dates for games. Um, you know, I'm hearing a lot of talk around God of War. Yeah, there's 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 a lot
0: of talk that it's it's not looking pretty good for this year. Yeah, for for that one. Like, like, even though they're saying, like, it's coming this winter, it's coming this winter, it's coming this winter. There's some there's some
1: rumor mills that are saying, like, it's not coming this winter. Yeah. And like, (laughs) and and let's be real. We are on the precipice of the end of the pandemic. It is not ended. And just because we're on the the precipice of it doesn't mean that it is going to end, you know? um making games is hard guys making games is very very hard um yeah just yeah you need to look at it don't be don't get salty about it just know that everything is probably going to get delayed everything or or chunks of games look at halo Mm -hmm. look at halo you know and and that and that's
0: okay because that that can only necessarily mean that it's going to be better than it would have been if they released it too soon so Mm -hmm. it's like you know just just, it's okay. It's all right. Like we have yeah, plenty yeah. of video games. Fucking play guys. There's tons yeah. out there. Attack those backlogs. That's mm. what I'm doing right God now. Damn. God damn. You know what I'm saying? God damn. Uh-oh.
1: Well, anyways, I froze for a second. (laughs) We're good. good. We're good. We're good. Uh, speaking
0: of God of War Ragnarok, by the way, guys, uh, I have a little bit of uh, some required reading for you guys at home. Uh, you guys should check this out, absolutely. This, uh, God of War Ragnarok will have over 60 accessibility features. Uh, they're talking about this over at the PlayStation blog. Uh, they're talking about the accessibility settings, uh, in that that they're going to be putting into God of War Ragnarok, and it it goes to show like what the undertaking is for this game because there's a lot. Uh, they're talking about like Including but not limited to, like completely customizable subtitles, full controller remapping, high contrast modes, navigation assistant, audio cues—like, the, like the list goes on. And the PlayStation Blog in indi- like indicates in depth, explaining sort of everything that they're talking about as far as like UI text size, uh, uh, icons, uh, how how high contrast mode could be used. There's like assistance plus, like there's all sorts of shit that they're doing here, and it's interesting to think about because coming off of uh, the last was part two that had just the most insane amount of accessibility settings you're really seeing how playstation's like that's our fucking key uh so you guys at home please go check out that article because it it talks about a lot of stuff and it's a very very good example of what we need video games to be doing from now on because listen we, we just played evil dead last night on stream for splash damage and the reality is that game has dog shit accessibility dog shit you can't remap controller schemes you can't remap buttons you can't do this you can't even turn off the motion in the game you can't turn off the motion blur and it's it's just like there's so many little things about it they're just like ah man like this could be better if you guys just let us have mm-hmm. the freedom to play this the, with that well, the way that we want to play it and like we need video games to be at that point now right first it was crossplay. Now it is, listen, like we need to take care of people that want to be gamers, right? Because now we're in a mode where like the games industry, like Microsoft, for example, has been very, very heavy about this offering accessibility options in their hardware so that we have more availability for people with disabilities to be able to play video games, right? And with that offering of Microsoft really pushing towards selling that hardware, if we don't have games that are allowing you to use that hardware and have the open accessibility uh, along to go along with that hardware, what the fuck is the point, right? So it's like <laughs> So, anyways, everybody, please check that out. That's over on the PlayStation blog. You can see that. They'll list off everything. You let that be an example of what good accessibility is supposed to look like. Uh in the meantime, though, we have a really fucking wild thing here, guys. Stranger Things season four finale is a two-hour-long movie. It's comes from Bart Woinski over at Screen Rant. He says this, Collider spoke to the Duffer brothers about their production process and confirmed that the length of season four's episodes seven and nine He's uh, surreal in chat. Why? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why, Why fucking not? not, baby? Let's go. <laughs> the Stranger Things creators say that the entries amount to quote unquote full blown movies and had to request an additional episode from Netflix due to the sheer amount of content they had planned. In a separate interview with The Rap, they clarify that they are still refining episode 9, but that is that it is over two hours long. The duffers also state that Stranger Things season 4 has quote unquote quadruple Druple the plot, and double the scope and scale of Season 3, which helps to quantify just how much more massive the production is. Furthermore, Netflix's episodic Stranger Things budget of $30 million begins to feel more appropriate, knowing that Season 4 will be brimming with content. The studio's leniency in general is telling, with their easily agreeable attitude toward an additional episode and two feature-length entries indicating their commitment to its flagship
1: property. Holy fucking shit, dude. So not only (laughs) is episode nine, two and a half hours long, Mm -hmm. but episode eight is an hour and 25 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Episode seven is an hour and 38 minutes long. And the entirety of Stranger Things four is five hours longer than all previous seasons. Every single episode is at least an
0: hour long. Like it's insane. This final, like, dude, listen. I I know we love Stranger Things here. We love Stranger Things, right? We've been here since day fucking one, riding this uh, goddamn yep. wave. Yep. I, but,
1: yeah. but
0: but but like, I know that there is a point where we were kind of like, mm, I don't know what, about what they're doing here. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, kind of like 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 season three was kind of like, wow, that's that's nuts, right? But season four, man, this could
1: really like be like the epic ending of a show done yeah. correctly, right? yeah i mean the end of season three was phenomenal like yes. throughout season season three we're like oh this is cool oh that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. oh okay 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 okay, mm-hmm. okay oh oh that's cute you yes, know, exactly. you know that, that's yep. how yep. season three was right yep. 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 yep yep see with the way that they set up season four and the trailer that we've seen it looks like it's like the only episode that might might mm. be calm is maybe the first episode yeah maybe right the rest of it just looks straight bonkers (laughs) it's just gonna be like because it's just gonna be going like it's gonna be like multiverse of madness just constantly going but well and you probably way better the thing
0: is too is that like they have so much content here that they have space to kind of give us a couple like character building or like setting building or something like that for the first couple of episodes Mm -hmm. and there was a preview that got released a scene of 11 at high school And she's getting picked on. There's a big crowd of people around her and there's a specific girl that's picking on her and she goes to use her powers, but they don't work. And so there's like an entire like potential character buildup that we could get from this because that is a very interesting narrative take. And also on top of the fact, there's so much content that they're about to give us here. How do they spread that out? There's so much storytelling to do here and I'm fucking here for it, man. Sign me the fuck up.
1: Not only that, all the characters that they introduced with powers too. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, yeah. God damn, we got we got
0: potential to have just in. Listen, we we were talking about this the other night. The ending of Lost, the ending of Game of Thrones, like it's like we've had so many just amazing shows that just did not do it for everybody in the final couple of episodes. As like kind for of us. coming out to its closing, right? Uh, this, like, this could be it, man. This could be a prime example of how to do it. And I guess we're going to find out starting next week, dude. It's going to be very good.
1: Uh yeah. With that said, you know, y'all, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Before we get into that, I know we we're talking about doing some watch parties for obi mm. As We might have to do some watch parties for Stranger Things, too, throughout mm. the week. Man,
0: oh, listen, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah,
1: if you're hearing this, come to our discord. Talk to us about it in there. If you want to be a part of these watch parties, because I, I tell you one one thing. They're fun. They're fun. They're really fun.
0: <laughs> surreal says I'm Garrick. My opinion is wrong. I can't with Millie Bobby Brown. How? She's so good. Surreal. Get, the, get surreal. God, God,
1: dude.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Obi Wan, though, Devin, Star Wars is now about persistent storytelling and not trilogies, says Kathleen Kennedy. This comes from Nadell Anchors Over. Back at IGN, Lucasfilm boss Kathleen Kennedy has addressed the reason for the hiatus in the Star Wars film slate, explaining that there has been a shift in their storytelling approach. Speaking to Vanity Fair, Kennedy opened up about the master plan for Star Wars franchise as she admitted Lucasfilm is navigating a new path after regrouping and mapping out the future. It seems a pivot towards television has influenced their film projects, as Kennedy hinted that trilogies may no longer be the best way to structure their stories. Quote, and I do think a little bit of fun has gone out of making these gigantic movies, the business, the stakes, everything that's been infused in the last 10 years or so. There's kind of spontaneity, uh, spontaneity, yeah, that's how it is, spontaneity and good time that we have to be careful to preserve, end quote. Kennedy explained, oh, sorry, I did not transition that well, Uh, quote, we all recognized every single one of us that this was a new chapter for the company that we needed to all work together to create the architecture for where we were going, end quote. So, Devin, this is exciting to think about, right? Like we saw early this year that their entire slate got moved around. Some things got put on the shelf, um, some things that we felt needed to get put on the shelf, For the most part, Uh, (laughs) we saw that 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 how that was ending for them. Do you think this was due to how well Mandalorian did in its first season and how that could impact the universe?
1: One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I think I think that they realized, like, granted, Skywalkers are a big part of, you know, the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. But I think they realized that not everything has to be centered around skywalkers anymore right. and i think we're i think we're getting some closure on those stories you know um we know that it's been integrated with mandalorian you know uh, we know that uh they have started production on ahsoka and they are filming and everything and getting that going mm-hmm. um she is also part of you know the skywalker star story as we could say unless you watch clone wars which uh, star wars fans are very divided about because of um, the animation style ahsoka is probably one of the most important characters in the skywalker story right you know and i it's going to be nice to get we're getting closure with her we're going to be getting closure with the obi-wan series that's starting next week on that and i think that i think we're going to be moving on at that point from that um the newest trilogy was very mixed right i sure. i'm mixed on it there's things i like there's things i don't like and I, i'm sure you're the same way um yeah yeah, you know, I'm not saying it's terrible because it wasn't, you know. Uh, yeah, no, Star Wars is terrible. It's yeah, just, you know, it, not always the
0: original fucking three, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and and arguably the prequels are my favorite. So anyway,
0: big retweet. Yep,
1: yep. Moving on from that, uh, there's a lot that they can do with that universe, man. They, they like from the books, from the video games, you know, we can there's so much more. We know that we're getting the acolyte, which is like a thousand years before any yeah. of the, the stuff that we've seen. Uh, we know that uh, Taika Waititi is doing a movie and he's going to be directing the very first Star Wars movie that's coming up next. So I'm really interested to see what that is. I hope it's something around the High Republic because right. Boy, right. he he could really do something with that. Now, I'm interested, though, do you think he is going to be pulling his, his comedy into this? Or do you think he's going to be more traditional Star Wars?
0: I mean, I think he's going to do it the same way that he did the last episode of Mandalorian. Right. So it's like, or not the last episode of a period, but the, the second, the penultimate episode of season one of Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like very high action, but also still had some comedic, you know, gestures in there. Yeah. Um, with like the
1: Stormtroopers and yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It had, it had very decent, like comedic beats in it. Um, it's, it's hard. It's hard to say because um, Taika Waititi also, you know, very much has his own style. And we see that across everything that he touches mm-hmm. between, you know, sure, Flagman's death and Thor Ragnarok. And like like we see like we see mm-hmm. what those those things look like. I'm I'm more so like like feeling I'm feeling very good about this because it's in, it's interesting to think about how a lot of Star Wars is very like we have to wait a couple of years. Right. It like originally speaking like we, we oh shit, we gotta wait a couple of years and before we get another movie you have to see this and then they start rolling out spin-off movies right and so we saw things like Rogue one and the uh the solo movie you know things like that and then we were like mm, mm-hmm. you know like Rogue one was a banger uh solo was like okay sure 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 we see what you guys are going here but now they have this extra medium to
1: mm-hmm. play with
0: and now we're getting more Star Wars than ever before and that could have very easily shot themselves in the fucking foot. Do you like, do you, do you think this is going to be the best way to consume star Wars content going forward? Or is it still going to be like, these are to boost the movies up the same way that the MCU
1: is handling it? Hell yeah. Um, now, now um, with with that being said, though, um, I asked you, I you,
0: sorry,
1: sorry, I space out. I, okay. I spaced out first. That's okay. um, I, I,
0: I was I was asking, do you think that they're going to use the shows to boost up the movies? Like, are like, are the shows going to be the best way to experience the Star Wars universe now? And, or are they still going to stick to the movies and
1: have the show supporting them, say, with the MCU does? I, th- I think the movies are still going to be the pinnacle point. I, in, because we we know that ultimately Disney is like at the helm of, of you know, both MCU and Lucasfilms, right? Right. So I, I think, I think the, the movies will be like the climactic, like points of what the shows build up to. Okay. Um, f- for instance, with Mandalorian, right? We're building up to a retaking of Mandalore, right? Right. Yes, very much possibly like another Mandalorian Civil War. Well, you know, maybe
0: because like there's there's uh, there's been like like set pictures showing, you know, man, Mando in Obi-Wan. So it's
1: there's there's like I have I have questions about that because Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi. Correct. Eight eight years after the Battle of Endor, or is it six years? Either way, <laughs> does right. this mean he was already a Mandalorian? Bef- like during you know Clone Wars era, like already bounty hunting and stuff. Like, is he? Well, old? no, no, no. He he
0: was he was a kid. He was a kid back then. So like that. that- yeah. So
1: how does that correlate with Ewan McGregor Obi One? You know, I mean he he's not necessarily looking very
0: young in this. I mean like yeah, but how but Obi-Wan is like
1: old in the original trilogy, you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah, it's like sure, sure. I'm kind of confused about that specifically. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. I mean could, I, are, they, could... are they are they are they going to uncanonize what we've seen before and do something different now? God.
0: I don't know. I guess we. I guess we're gonna have to. Star Wars is fucking weird right now, man. Star Wars <laughs> yeah, is really think, fucking weird,
1: dude. And, and look, I love the prospect of the idea. I, I. I'd love to see chemistry, you know, between, um, between Ewan Greger and, um, and uh, oh my God, Pablo uh, Pascal. Yeah, yeah, uh, Pascal. I, I'd love to see that with Ahsoka. You know, deep fake Luke Skywalker. You know, all that stuff. But like, <laughs> right, right, right. But like. Ewan McGregor looks too young. I think it's
0: it's, it's it's hard to say. I I agree. I 100 percent agree. It's, yeah. it's 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 weird to think about like where that could like place itself right, how that work yeah. interacts with the story because it's like there's a lot happening, and it's it's hard it's hard to wrap your mind around because of how much Star
1: Wars we're getting now is. It, it, grogu just like going to be some supreme like jedi force that can bring people yeah. back from the dead at like yeah. their their pinnacle state I, I don't know dude it's just man yeah, we, yeah, i mean yeah this is just like mcu man we we could sit here and speculate and talk about this all day right all fucking day, day, but, right? all but, fucking day dude. Um, i'm excited to see where they go from this we know there's a lot of exciting new prospects uh we we're getting a lot of content here and um yeah it's it's gonna it's, be good it's fun it's gonna be fun it's dude. gonna be it's good gonna
0: be fun. <laughs> but speaking of fun stuff guys we're gonna go ahead and move on to our next one. before we do i want to remind everyone that they can support us over on patreon.com slash good show where they can get early access on this episode they can write into the show and they can give this episode ad free but if you're hearing this you can head uh you're not on our patreon so for now here's a word from our sponsors this piece of good cracking content is brought to you by glide Mousepads. pads the world is changing and the demand for pc gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now having the best of the best in pc accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back in to the fray of the digital sea and glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you Glide Mouse Pads is the future industry leader in mouse pads offering beautiful smooth waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. I've got one of these bad boys in my office at work. I've got one here at my desk right now. Devin's got one. Xander's got one. This bad boy is silky smooth, silkier and smoothier than even the silkiest of smoothiest of smoothies or soy milk or what have you. You can go to glidemousepads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mouse pad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N-Kraken for 15% off any Founders Edition mouse pad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for all content creators, and anyone here at GK can attest that late nights are kind of our only nights. <laughs> Luckily for us, though, Rogue has figured out exactly how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low calorie, no sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar filled canned energy drinks and Sodas. every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Again, we don't want that. We don't want that. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers, streamers, and content creators around the world. Now, I know that we've been riding this train for a long time might be tired of us talking about this you might not be tired of us you might want to just support us anyways and you know what for those that do support us we love you but the best way to support us right now is to grab yourself a big old cup of joe when I say joe I mean this rogue energy stuff I am usually waking up first thing in the morning with a big old shit to get a big old shit oh wow you grabbed your rogue energy cup Okay, you dip that bad, you just scoop that bad boy right on there. You give that bad boy shaky daky you know what I'm saying? And then you're out the dang door. Okay, you need this beverage in your life. I cannot express that enough. You can head on over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKraken for 10% off any purchase of shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's G K R A K E N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you would like. Now back to the episode All right, everybody. Welcome back. We are here. We're ready to rock. Uh, Devin's got his OnlyFans. It's lit. Uh, don't... <laughs> I
1: don't, for the record, I don't even have he, one. He does not.
0: He does not. He does not. I, unfortunately, he should, though. because I'm... Just get your money, baby. Stay in your bag, Devin. You know what I'm saying? Stay in your fucking bag, baby. Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Devin, what do
1: we have next for the peeps? One more, friend. We are transitioning over to uh, Mm -hmm. Hands On Dick. <laughs> no, no
0: extra sound, nothing. We'll just keep it right like that. That's, that is a okay with me, guys. Hands on deck is our segment where we talk a little bit about a game or a movie that we've been watching, or a show that we've been watching, or a book we've been reading, or like you know, a drink we've been drinking. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever, what have you? uh We try to pitch them to each other. We try to pitch them to you guys at home. Devin, my friend, what have you been playing or watching this week?
1: well i briefly mentioned it in um discord sorry um i finally finished final fantasy 7 let's fucking go dude okay so we don't we're
0: not gonna spoil this but the ending let's talk about it right how fucking hype was that shit? How it hype was, hype pretty, was pretty, shit? Fucking really fucking pretty fucking hype. Like, so
1: so all, I, all I have to say is I see, I see why that they're doing this in uh, installments now. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's going to be a second installment that covers the rest of the game or they're going to be doing three, we don't really know exactly mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they set up the story of Final Fantasy VII so fucking well Mm -hmm. it it is literally beat for beat up until a certain point when when you get to shinra tower Mm -hmm. everything fucking changes Mm -hmm. everything
0: everything and they
1: canonize how
0: it changes so neither Mm -hmm. one or the other is more canon than the other they both coexist in the same sort of concept because of how they're doing
1: the story now We just came out of the age of post -post post-apocalyptic. Yep. You know, games and movies. We are now in the age of multiverses, my friends. God, and that's about the best way I can elaborate this without giving any spoilers away. God
0: damn. Sonny, Um, I'm
1: telling you, I'm telling you, it's a fantastic game. Uh, The gameplay is is fucking perfect. It's exactly what we've always wanted. I remember when, um, <laughs> no, in Spanish, because <laughs> <In Spanish. laughs> he, because he will add the accent. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh, but, um, but as soon as they came out with Kingdom Hearts and we played that for the first time, we we're like, oh my God, every Final Fantasy game should be like this. Right. That's, that's, that's what we thought don't get me wrong I, I i still love the turn-based games you know final fantasy 10 is like holds a special place in my heart i feel like that's the best version of turn-based combat that they've done in a final fantasy game agreed um but uh yeah dude the, the beat for beat the action's great the the game is just beautiful beautiful and, th- and i'm playing the uh, integrate version on pc so of course i got that you know that pc hardware that, Ayo, that nice and Ayo, boost, you know you can yo. see all the little pores on their faces and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know they That's got they got they got mods out there that do other things <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you trying try to play that new Tifa statue, huh? That Jocko stands Tifa. You can get that in the game?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do any of that. Anyways, uh, uh, but sure. um, but goddamn, they did a great job with the the detail of the characters, right? Like especially the creature details. Like a lot of the bosses that you fight, um especially in the end of the game, it's it's just epic and. I, I had a really good go at this game and it, it was pretty like kind of hack and slash. Like it wasn't too hard, but once you get to the end, the difficulty just ramps up like out of nowhere and you're just like, Oh, okay. Which feels right. It feels right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's how it is for kingdom hearts. Right. You, Mm -hmm. You play it, you play it, you know, there's, there's a couple side bosses, you know, like Sephiroth and like, uh, um, you know, some of the like giants and the Coliseum and right, stuff like right, that, the sure. Titans. You know, you're like, oh, I kind of really, really try to do this. And then you get to the last boss battle. It is a staged boss battle, like classic. You know, you're you're fighting four different fights. I think it was even five in this game. Technically, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was I, I had to give it a couple uh, two tries. Two tries, Mm -hmm. all the way through. But these boss battles are like an hour and a half of your time. Maybe even two hours, depending on how you're doing, Mm -hmm. because... I, I had i had some clenching moments i'll is, tell you it what. is it is hefty man and, it is hefty, yeah. and, and, and in that first try too i got to the very end and i almost beat that boss yeah and he fucking worked me right <laughs> at the end i was oh, just dog. like i literally i remember it happened I, I can't remember who was in discord with me i got to it and it was like super late it was like one something in the morning and i was like I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get it, dude. Well, and yeah. it's cool,
0: too, because like them, them changing the combat to to what they did in seven remake opened up so much more availability for them to make the bosses and the enemies feel more real. And I think that's mm-hmm. probably what my favorite thing about the game was. But how did you how do you like the combat in comparison? Oh, I,
1: I love it. I love it. It's yeah. it's better. Okay. It's way better. Um I I like uh the emphasis on like you're using your abilities too and how important it is because like your regular attacks only do so much damage, mm-hmm. like very very minuscule. And you really have to focus on combining um your abilities with your magic attacks and you really have to think about how you're doing it because you can't just use them all the time. You have to build up right. your your ATB gauge and um if if you're not smart about it, it'll be the end of you. It, it really will. Um, and you you have to play on your enemy's weaknesses in order to stagger them to actually mm-hmm. do a lot of damage. Um, because if you're not, you, you're just going to be taking slivers off instead of taking chunking down that HP bar. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's it's not like it's, and I'm not saying. Souls like games are easier by any means. But in a Souls like game, it's like, okay, dodge, block, dodge, dodge, hit. Right. Chunk. Dodge, dodge, dodge. It's hit, 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 hit. hit. Dodge, dodge, dodge. dodge. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Hit, hit. Ah, that's that's how Final Fantasy is. (laughs) And the
0: the cool thing, too, is they, they introduce that new that new mechanic where it's like you're you're sort of forced to also add another layer of switch character. As like a mm-hmm. as a motion in combat, it's like you you combo hit 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 spell switch character shoot, shoot 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 hit special switch character, and you're kind of actively moving mm-hmm. each character in your party all the time. And because of such, like I was so torn at first on whether or not I liked this combat more than Final Fantasy Fifteens, and th- that sold it for me because it felt more mm-hmm. like, more like you were wanting to switch to other characters. You were wanting to do little mm-hmm. tiny things like that here and there. And it made the combination of everything feel more fluid. Um, it makes me really excited that you beat this. Yeah. Team.
1: I'm really excited. Yeah. When I beat this. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad I did. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, any final fantasy fan or anybody who is curious at a final fantasy at all should definitely play this game. And you should also play 15 as well 15 is oh, great. absolutely um, absolutely
0: uh, with a lot that of people would said, disagree
1: with us but yes <laughs> you know what fuck them fuck yeah. <laughs> sorry that you don't like good things um, <laughs> i i did start uh the uh yuffie dlc of integrate mm-hmm. i did start that um i'm interested to see where it goes um it definitely has like kind of a weird quirky vibe to it but it started off uh, for now. Like for now. Yeah, yeah. For now, it's it started off kind of difficult, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, okay." It's it's a learning
0: okay. curve, dude. There's there's like one specific area like it's kind of open, and you run into like these two dogs. That part fucked me up for a good like hour yeah, and a half. Yeah. Dog, like that. yeah, no,
1: <laughs> I I was doing that, um, and I was playing on because you can only play it on normal at first. You can't go any higher difficulty Correct, yeah. until you beat it and I got to that part and I almost died like quite a few times. And I was just barely like, I, I learned her abilities though. Like the trick with it mm-hmm. was you throw your, your giant throwing star yep. and it sticks in them yep. and it like keeps doing damage and you got to run around. And when, what, it, what it does is uh you have an ability with that throwing star. It like when it's stuck in them, you know, their weakness. Yeah. And so like, you do ninjutsu moves where uh-huh. it capitalizes on that enemy's weakness. Yep. So you stick it in them and you roll around and then you just keep hitting that like dodge, hit, 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 dodge, yep. hit, hit. hit. Yep. And, and I learned that pretty quickly and that kind of saved my ass, but I took, remember getting took me hit like it a couple hours times. to
0: figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause like, cause like you, you start level 25. Yeah. Um, in integrate and Your HP is almost like 3000, which you're like, oh, okay, this is pretty lit. Those dogs do like 700, 800 damage every time they hit you.
0: Ridiculous amounts, dude. (laughs) Like ridiculous
1: amounts, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, And I I just want to capitalize on the level of detail that they're putting into these games. I see why it took so long for them to come out with that. Um, And just so everybody knows, they (laughs) did. Tetua Normara did announce that they're going to be coming out with some big news for Final Fantasy Remake Part Two this next month in June, probably at the PlayStation Showcase. So yeah.
0: get ready, get and get you ready, should play dude. that
1: fucking game. Play that
0: fucking <laughs> game, man. Because like it, listen, we we've played the original Final Fantasy VII. It only gets more epic. It only gets more insane. Astronomically
1: from here. epic. Like this, it's.
0: God, the this scale, is
1: only dude. the first 25% of the original story. That's it. Yeah. Maybe not that's even it. 25%. Maybe well, like, no, it's,
0: it's about 25. It was three discs. This is the end of the, the first disc. I mean, like, granted, there's yeah. an entire open world you go through in the second disc, right? So, and that's like, so yeah, sure. Maybe just a little over 20%, right? Like, yeah. I, I would say that's fair.
1: That's fair. Yeah. The, you know, we got Golden Saucer, you know, we got, uh, there's more characters that they're going to be introducing like yeah, come on give me yeah. Vincent Valentine man George oh, I wonder dog, if they gonna... go so like they they reference things from the uh the movie and the games right yeah out of children I'm not, I'm not I'm not yeah I'm not going to say any specific parts mm-hmm. um but uh I'm interested to see how they integrate other things, because they also integrate Crisis Core into into the remake as well. Right. Right. Um, which which is a prequel to the original Final Fantasy seven story. Correct. Um, And which they did change some things out of that, too. Just so people know if that well, gets you at all excited. Well, and also, too, it's like you mentioned
0: that they, they mentioned things about adventure. Adventure is supposed to be after the game, right? Like
1: chronologically yeah. speaking, just play the game. You'll understand yeah, what because, we're talking about. So- Advent Children happens the same time as Dirge of Subarus, So just so anybody knows, chronologically speaking, if you want to watch a story so far, it goes Crisis Core. Um, That weird one. No, there's that weird one, the Turks, the mold game. Oh yeah, 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 because that explains like
0: the the Turks coming to be. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah.
1: Then the Turks, then Final Fantasy Seven, and then at the same time it is Advent Children and Dridge Asubris. Which Dridge Asubris, I don't did you play that game or no? Yeah. Back on those that that early PS2 days,
0: yeah, yeah, doggy dog. Dude, that was
1: a fucking sleeper hit. That's that. Yeah, I still have my copy. I still have my copy, dude. That's a good game. That's a fucking good game, dude. So
0: real wants to know: Is this your uh, your new uh, favorite Final Fantasy game?
1: It's it's up there in the top for sure. Um, So the way that it goes for me, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a top five right now. Just top five. Okay. Final Fantasy Tactics, The Lion War, number one. Mm. Fucking fantastic game. I would love for them to remake that game again. I have that game on my phone as well as Final Fantasy seven is also on my phone. (laughs) Um, Final Fantasy eight. It's very first one I ever played. You like eight more than ten and seven. It's it's a nostalgia factor. Okay, all right, sure. Actually, actually, no, now that you said that, okay. Final Fantasy Tactics. Final Fantasy ten. Mm-hmm. OK. Final Fantasy seven remake. Mm. I am putting this above Final Fantasy seven now. I'm Don't get me wrong. I Group them together. Group them together. If mm. if it's really hard yeah. for me to separate the two, Dude. you know,
0: you're hundred percent correct, right? Because like this, this is what I've been juggling with, right? Because Final Fantasy VII is the one for me. It, it is my number one favorite Final Fantasy game ever. I can't decide which one of these I like more because I haven't mm-hmm. seen the follow ups yet, right? Yeah. So it's hard to say. But continue your last two. Yeah.
1: So we got Tactics. We got ten. We got seven. Um, eight. And then, and then 15. That's fair. That's fair. And Cyril, just to make it
0: clear, it was, he didn't change it because of judgment. the judgment. That wasn't judgment. That was me verifying because he's told me many times before 10 was his favorite right below mm-hmm. tactics, right? Uh, and yeah. Cyril, 15, yes, because 15 is actually very good. Don't fucking listen to what toxic gamers are saying. 15 uh, is the one yeah. with Noctis. Noctis yeah. and oh. they're in a
1: car and they're traveling the fucking country together. Let's go. So... I do want to iterate on fifteen. The beginning is kind of meh. It is. It really is. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And but you get to a certain point in that game and and it the whole thing opens up and yes, you're sir. just like, What? And the ending of that game will make you cry. Very One. hard. <laughs> yeah. Very hard. Uh serious so says the Brokeback
0: Mountain game. Brookback it's Mountain actually Simulator,
1: <laughs> not like that. It's like Bro Road Trip Simulator.
0: It is. I mean, they 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 kind of gay code, which is I right. like. That's fine. What like most animes do. So it's like whatever, yeah. dude. But um, but it is a very very good like storytelling piece of like Final Fantasy characters that you grow to be intimate
1: with in a way that they don't ever do in any other Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm especially if you have the dlc content like it's if you're going to play final fantasy 15 you have to play the royal edition because they came out with so much extra content um for the game that's actually worth doing and um all these dlcs you actually don't even play as noctis you play as the other characters Mm -hmm. including an antagonist of the game too yes very much so and, and very his story cool. is awesome actually yeah, very much and so. and when you get to the end of the game his story is like you're like oh i actually kind of really like this i i think that I was the best it.
0: dlc honestly i
1: thought yeah. that was the best one out of all of them yeah arden mm-hmm. episode arden was great and God, episode damn. gladio was really good too yeah, was, gladio yeah, was good was yeah. fucking
0: dope deal let's fucking go yeah promptos oh. was
1: sad as shit yeah it was yeah fucking oh sad.
0: Ugh, dude. Anyways, um, so yeah. now that we've gotten our nerdy, you know, dweeby bullshit out of the way of Final Fantasy, I want to talk a little bit about a game that I streamed last uh, or middle of this week, this past week, um, called uh Vampire: The Masquerade Blood Hunt. Um, so if you guys did not watch that, uh, that is a uh, battle royale-ish kind of game. Uh, I mean, like it is battle royale in the essence of like how you play it. It's got the have an open world sandbox and like a big circle and it kind of shrinks in on you, uh, but. In Instead of being like Fortnite in that sense uh, and playing as goofy cartoon characters, you are playing as a vampire um, that is involved in an all-out vampire war that is happening in this small little section of the city. Uh, It's surreal, not you two or no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep, yep, I fell into it a little bit. But here's the deal though, so really, you're It's it's you don't have to be worried because I this game has not necessarily sold me on battle royales. Like uh, like I'm not a fan of Battle Royale games. I'm just not, like, generally speaking. Outside of Fortnite being the top ten greatest games of all time. Uh but, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the deal, okay? This game is actually fun for a battle royale. I think that this this one takes everything good from Fortnite and everything good from let's say a PUBG, and takes everything good from a, you know, cool concept of some mechanics of DVD. And they sort of like smash this into this one thing. That's like this dark Gothic version of the, the battle Royales we have played so far, slapping some vampire skins on it and saying, here, have some fucking fun. Um, cause it does a lot of things like that. Really, really cool. It's, it's it sort of, it sort of, has this take where they, They said a long time ago, we should do Fortnite without the building in it, and they like, but let's put vampires in it, right? And so they kind of like made that happen. That's kind of what this feels like was that they were sort of ahead of that curve. But unfortunately, Fortnite fucking started doing it anyways. Otherwise, I'd be like, oh, yo, this is it, dog. Um, I think this game does some things very, very well. There's a lot of really cool mechanics like feeding on innocent civilians as they're sort of just like hanging out around town and stuff that gives you like power upgrades. Uh, there's very, very cool weapons in this. Uh, combat feels almost identical to uh to Fortnite's no build content um it's it's i think it's fun i don't think it's necessarily good enough to sell me on it i haven't gotten more than just a couple of hours of time on this and i do like the theme the skins on it how everything looks how everything feels as far as like a third person battle royale is concerned it feels really cool uh little things that they do that are dope is like scaling the walls because you're a vampire you just climb up fucking walls really fast that was dope as shit um uh, the jumping feels right like it's it's it, it does so many small things really really cool that like if there was a battle royale that i would play it would be this right like out like because i hate apex's battle royale style like, that's why I was only really, really into arenas because it's just that classic 3v3 deathmatch, right? And, like, this, this it's, like, I, like, this is dope because it gives me something that, like, I can, om- I'm almost there. I'm almost in this phase where I can, like, actually enjoy Battle Royales, right? But I don't, I can't tell enough if if it offers enough for me to actually say, like, this is my Battle Royale, right? And Devin, I even I even know with you, too. It's like you're kind of iffy on Battle Royales yourself, like if they're not PUBG. So, like, did this game interest? Because you were there with me in the chat. Does this game interest you?
1: Yeah, I downloaded it. And um, uh, just so everybody knows, I've been thinking about maybe playing it this week, but I'm waiting to see on something else. I I got an invitation code to something. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm waiting to see if that. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 be posting in the announcements if everything works out. Um, but, uh, I am interested in this game. It looks fun. Um, it, it, my biggest gripe with, um, Fortnite really is like kind of like the way that the characters feel and like the cartoony look to it. Right. Sure. Um, and how it's so monetized, um, that that's like my biggest gripe with it. Right. Sure. Um, this, this has the third person aspect view of Fortnite, but that's like it like the the way that you you, you kind of get the armor pieces and stuff like that that you would right. in um in a war zone right yeah so or even like a- apex right and in, in an apex yeah okay. yeah um so you have that and you know when you die you, you drop all your stuff and stuff like that just like any other battle royale mm-hmm. you know you don't start with anything you got to look for it but th- the biggest part that makes me really interested in this is the fact that uh characters have abilities just like in apex Mm -hmm. in the traversal the traversal looks so that's scaling up
0: the walls and shit yeah yeah it's so dope
1: and like you get more powerful by feeding on civilians in the town randomly scattered around so you just like oh anybody looking
0: you know what i'm saying
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, so uh i i'm gonna play this game i'm gonna try it out i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a shot because it's not that i'm not into battle royales it's that i've been very off-put at battle royales lately and that's because of the amount of cheaters that we've seen in a lot of games right i when warzone first came out i played that shit all the fucking time dude because right. like i was a i was a big call of duty modern warfare 2019 player like we know that that's like one of the best Call of Duty's to ever come out. God damn, I'm not. God damn, I'm not sorry. a huge Call of Duty fan like I mm. used to be when I was a teenager. But that game was great. It, it still is. It's still the best Call of Duty come out in the last ten years, in my opinion. Goddamn. Um. So when when Warzone was elaborated on, I played that a lot. Got a lot of wins. I was playing that all the time, and um, then cheaters came around, so I stopped playing. <laughs> yeah. Because. It'd make me mad that I would, you know, put in this time and effort to play a game that is very dependent on whether you win or not, right? To to like actually feel good about playing that that specific mode and to know that people are cheating is just off putting. And like even Apex had a huge surge of cheaters for a while. It's gotten a lot better, but same thing happened there. Uh, Fortnite also has a lot of bots in it now. And so right. does PUBG too, right? Um, right. I don't play PUBG either because of the amount of cheaters too. Right. So I want to get my my uh, my freaking towel in the ring and play some blood hunt before it gets overrun by. Cheaters. I'll play. I'll play with you, doggy dog. <laughs>
0: Surreal. Play some blood hunt with yeah. us. You know what I mean? Play some blood hunt with us. It'll be a damn good time. It'll be fun. It'll be fun, mm-hmm. guys. We're not, we're not going to spend all day talking about games that we play and stuff like that. Instead, we have a little bit of a fun segment we're going to be dealing with you guys. Uh, Devin, what are we moving into next, my man? Yo,
1: y'all better protect your motherfucking necks because nerf. we're getting
0: into the gallows. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Guys, today for the gallows, we are talking fictional characters we would want to spend a day with. Now, here's the deal. Okay, here's the deal. Devin, 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 my boy, my boy, this is not necessarily horny hours. Right? We're like, we're not going to be out here no. just bonking. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not what we're aiming for here. All right. <laughs> Serial said, wait, what <laughs> lies <laughs> <laughs> now? I'm not saying that it's going to be, I'm not saying that it can't be. Um, I am going to say that. It'll it'll end up being interesting. It'll be fun, all right? So we'll do three each, Devin. We'll do three each, right? Some fictional characters we want to spend a day with, kick it with, hang out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh so Devin, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and begin, my friend. What do you got first? Who is the first fictional character you trying to kick it with?
1: Genie from Aladdin. Like like Robin, original genie or yeah, Robin Williams Genie. One hundred percent. 100%. I like that. Because, because like if that. you're a good person, Genie just wants to have a good time and he's just going to make it fucking cool. Right? Yeah. If he knows <laughs> it's your birthday, you're going to have the best fucking birthday. If he knows you're in love with someone, he's going to be like, yo, I'm going to make you cool as shit. He's right? I like, got you, dog. I yeah, got he's you. Like, dog. He's like, oh, fuck. Your car broke down. Boom. Not broken down anymore. You know what I mean? You <laughs> don't even go. have to make a wish with that Genie. Because he knows if you're a good person and you're saving your wishes just because you want to hang out with Genie, yep. he's gonna make it sick. You know what I mean? That's uh, fucking, That's a fucking good answer, my man. Yeah, that that's who I want. I want to hang out with Genie. That's my number one. Robin Williams Genie. What what would but, uh what would your what would your first wish be for Genie? What, what, what would your first wish be? You ready for a really wholesome answer? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. For me, my friends, and my family to all be in perfect health? I like that. Good answer. Good answer. That, Good that's answer. what happens when you turn 30.
0: <laughs> Good, I like that. I like that. Mine would be uh, Kalani. So, my. Uh, my... <laughs> I, almost,
1: I almost had coffee come out my nose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, my first one is going to actually be. Hancock Will Smith <laughs> let's
1: fucking go baby oh okay, okay, okay. dude <laughs> yeah, I think Steph. I think Will Smith is it, is it I have a question though before yeah. you you elaborate mm-hmm. is this alcoholic waste of life Hancock or is this redeemed Hancock this is redeemed Hancock this is <laughs> okay. redeemed Hancock okay maybe a little bit of both right can I be there for the redemption
0: arc you know what I'm saying yeah. but I think I think that his his character in Hancock is so like like fun to be around in a sense that like he like even though he has powers and he's like kind of a dickhead right he always like came off to me as like dude he would have a good fucking time with his powers right a good time with his powers Mm -hmm. in the same way that like genie would even though like hancock wasn't out here just like sprinkling fucking fairy dust and making things come to life like he definitely was kind of like Hey, let's go flip some trains and you're like that sounds tight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you you're like, "Hey, let's go flip some cows." You're like, "Cows? Let's go flip
1: some trains." <laughs>
0: you're like dog bat right he's like hey you ever seen a boat fly and he's he's lifting up a fucking boat in the air dude i think he'd be fucking tight and like and like he would be 100 percent down to go get food and shit you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying he's down to drink and get drunk and sit on a fucking park bench and yell at people he's gonna be fun enough to have dinner dude um i i I I thought i think
1: hancock would be a lot of fucking fun devil who's your second my second is going to be a character that not that isn't as well known by mm. people, mm. but uh, is uh, his name is one David Rice. He mm. is portrayed by actor Hayden Christensen in mm-hmm. the movie Jumper. I yeah. forgot that movie existed. Let's
0: go. Okay. Yeah. So you want to jump? Yeah. You're trying to jump. Yeah, huh? okay. yeah. Okay. So so
1: he has the ability to go anywhere in the world with with just imagining that place, right? Yep. Yep. If he sees it or sees a picture, he can go there. So um yeah because He's trying to travel the world with Hayden Christensen, yeah. huh? Well his morality <laughs> Is kind of gray, yeah. Sure, sure. He's like, yo, <laughs> hey, yo, I need some money, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Hayden, uh, no, no, but like that'd be cool, right? It's like, it's like, Man, I really want to fucking go to Disneyland right now. He'd be like, Say less, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yo, yeah, let's go to Japan. He's like, oh, I was just there 20 minutes ago. Let's go. Let's you, know go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? it's lit, dude. It's like yeah. all,
0: all the same reasons you can think of wanting to hang out with Nightcrawler, but with like all the benefits of actually hanging out with someone that looks pleasing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like you gonna actually blend in, you know. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you don't have to hide your hide your homie that's teleporting you around everywhere. You can actually just kick it, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, kick a little yeah. Darth Vader, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like Hayden Christensen, he's a fucking cool ass dude, you know? Yeah, so was, it's like, why not? And he is so
0: he is sauce to the nine in that movie. His fits mm. in that
1: movie. You know, that mm-hmm. that long that long
0: like non buttoned like like duster coat he has on is fucking dope looking mm-hmm. as shit. Oh
1: man, yeah. he is, and he's got like the fucking like he's got. It the, uh-huh. the, the uh, collar up and everything,
0: God damn. So, let me get that yeah.
1: bit. You know, what I'm saying? that movie is awesome. If you haven't seen that movie, Samuel L. Jackson is also in it as well. So, it's a, mm-hmm. it's actually worth, it's worth a watch. It's it's not like fucking amazing, right? Right, but it's a good movie. And uh, you know what's really tight is cool movies like this. You uh, have came out on my birthday, it came out on my birthday. Oh, so, yeah. okay, I see. Yeah, you yeah. jump? The Jumper's is a good movie,
0: man. Jumper's a yeah. good fucking movie, dude. Um I dude, I haven't seen that in so long, though. I don't
1: see Maybe that we need to so organize long. a watch party and get the community together and uh, yeah, watch, watch, watch it. some fucking Here's
0: jumper, you know what I'm saying? That'd be fucking yeah, good. Yeah.
1: Devin. My second one. And uh mm-hmm. this
0: is gonna be a little bit of an interesting explanation, right? A little interesting explanation. So my second one that I want to talk about, that I that I want to hang out with, the fictional character I want to hang out with, is one um Stanley Tucci in Easy A, the dad. Of Emma Stone in Easy A. Now here's the deal, okay? <laughs> the, dad. the dad from Easy A. Okay. Now here's the deal. There's a few reasons for this. Mm-hmm. One, I have daddy issues. <laughs> That's it. Uh, so I.
1: <laughs> so
0: Stanley Tucci, his character as the dad in in Easy A, is like such a. Representation of like everything I have ever wanted in a father. And so, like, <laughs> I feel like hanging out with his, that character, D- Dill, the dad's name was Dill, hanging out with Dill, this just superb, amazing fucking father in this movie would be like trauma healing. Right? Because like I feel like he is the dad that like everybody has ever wanted in their entire life. He's supportive, he's patient, he doesn't snitch on you, he doesn't make you feel bad for being a kid and making dumbass decisions. Like he's loving with his wife. Like this dude is like the most ultimate fucking example of how a father should fucking act with their teenage daughter. Now, I don't understand why not enough people have been giving him this character as much love because every time I watch this fucking movie, which hasn't been that many times, probably like three times, right? I've I've seen fucking easy a right every time I watch him like god damn he's a good dad like fucking a he's a good fucking dad right like and Stanley Tucci being one of the most incredible actors on this goddamn god God god-given fucking planet okay slays this role generally speaking but even just like the dad looking like Stanley Tucci right I just want to hang out with Stanley Tucci but more specifically Stanley Tucci as a dad you know what I mean? That's what I need. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I need. And Surreal, you're saying, what are you serious? I am 100% serious. I need a dad in my life. <laughs> Will it be you? You'll never know. <laughs> it's me. It's, it's me. Devin. It's Devin <laughs> instead. Devin, speaking of which, who is your third and last big one here? And then we'll do a couple honorable mentions, all right? Who's, who's the third one that you absolutely want to hang out with first?
1: <laughs> so now that I've got gotten the... The the fantasy style ones out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. Alex from Grandma's Boy
0: <laughs> Just just so, so people understand why uh <laughs> why this is in case nobody knows what the fuck this is, uh, I just want everybody to know <laughs> that <laughs> well, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta pull this up. Everyone needs to understand that Alex and Grandma's Boy, so he's effectively the main character of Grandma's Boy, okay? He is, he is, 100%. He's effectively the, the main character of Grandma's Boy. I wish my thing would fucking work. Can you work, please? Thank you. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, that's him in the wedding singer. Rob picture. Sorry, guys. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pull up a good one here. <laughs> he's in a ton of happy. Uh, his name is Alan Covert. He's in a ton of Happy Madison movies. He's almost. He's in like every single movie almost that Adam Sandler's in. Here we go, guys, <laughs> guys, y'all.
0: <laughs> this is him. Okay, this is fucking him. This is the guy that. <laughs> to hang out with for a day (laughs) you have to hang out with
1: the grandma's boy
0: (laughs) why explain yourself yourself.
1: explain yourself (laughs) he's a video game developer a really fucking good one too Mm -hmm. in the movie really good gets overlooked gets his work stolen by people stuff like that um he smokes a lot of weed, dude. <laughs> so I already know that him and I would just chill and just have a normal, vibey-ass day. You know what I mean? And it would be tight. And he also has some very interesting friends. So it would be really funny. Fucking like,
0: hilarious. I mean... Surreal says, it's Devin. <laughs> so, fun fact. Devin wants to kick it with
1: Devin. <laughs> so, fun fact. Fun fact. I did one of those, like, things that's like, which three fictional characters are you, like, based off of, like... Yeah, okay. Based based off of, like, a questionnaire thing. Mm-hmm. I got I got him... <laughs> Of course. Of course. I got uh I got uh Andy from Parks and Rec. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I got Wayne from Wayne's world. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's not surprising the least bit. <laughs> That is yeah. it, big Alex, from grandma's <laughs> for Grandma's boy. Oh no, oh no! You oh. spent all of our rent money. Oh, no, I'm not gonna finish that sentence. That me... My movie is so fucking terrible. I love every single second. Alex,
1: you do. forgot smoky lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit movie, dude. Okay. That movie's amazing. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking weird.
0: Oh, how could he see me? <laughs> so my very, very last one, guys. And here and here's the deal, okay? This is this might come as no shock to some people. This might come as a big shock to other people. Okay. The last fictional character that I'm trying to kick it with. <sighs> big Daddy, Adam Sandler
1: because he just
0: seems like the most chill fucking dude on the planet Mm. to be kicking it with. Right. You want McDonald's for breakfast. Get McDonald's for breakfast. Big guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, let's, let's fucking make it happen, dude. He's nice to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just, he's just living his fucking life. And as long as you're not being a fucking dipshit, everything's chill. Right now, my problem here is that I'm evenly tied between this Adam Sandler or Mr. Deeds, Adam Sandler. Because I would have done Mr. Deeds because Mr. Deeds Adam Sandler is just top notch. Nicest guy on the fucking planet. Right. Nicest mm-hmm. dude on the goddamn planet. Right. But big but big daddy Adam Sandler has like more personality to him. He's got a little bit of an edge to him. Right. Can we just combine those two to create mm-hmm. one greater Adam Sandler you know what I'm saying? Like, like, not not Uncut Gems Adam Sandler, because that's just too much. It's too much Adam Sandler, right? That's, just, that's a whole other. You know, I don't want to kick you with Uncut Gems Adam Sandler, right? That's no, no. That, that
1: but, guy is a fucking piece of work. Fuck that you. guy, dude. Fuck that guy, hard, man. I'm
0: telling you. But, but Mr. Deeds Adam Sandler is just the kindest, fucking sweetest soul that you could possibly ever just invest your time into. And Big Daddy Adam Sandler is just like, he's just going to have fun, man. He's just going to have about- fun. What about fifty first dates? Adam Sandler, even even better. Let's just let's just say every fictional Adam Sandler smashed
1: into one. Happy right? Madison, just... Happy Madison, Adam. Oh, Sandler, ha- happy Happy is... Gilmore, Happy Gilmore. No, 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 no. His production. Oh, happy you mean just Madison? the
0: overarching
1: Happy Madison yeah, because, because Uncut Sandler. Gems is an A twenty four thing, right? Mm. So you see what I'm. You see. What I mean, I'm doing? I, would, I would kick it with Little Nicky. I'd kick it with Little Nicky. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Get in the flash. That... Get in the flash. <laughs> Get in the flash. <laughs> I love fried chicken. Surreal says too much Adam Sandler. There's not enough Adam Sandler out here. You know what I'm saying? I, I think she's quoting Uncut Gems Yeah, yeah sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I love yeah. Little
1: Nicky. Little Nicky's like one of my favorite movies yeah. to ever be made. Yeah. Dude, that movie's so stupid, but it's so good. All I love right. it. So are we just going to have to like say like, I think I'm just going to talk about this on the podcast real quick. On Friday nights that we don't have new movies to see, I think we should do watch parties and watch a movie. I mean, it kind of depends.
0: Like, well, like, we'll we'll have to to see, like, where it's. I know you got your
1: kiddo and stuff, but, like, you know. Because,
0: like, also, too, remember, we watch, we go see movies a lot on Fridays. So, like. I'm saying when we don't see movies. Oh, like, like, good cracking movie night, huh? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll chat we'll it out a little bit. Yeah. Devin, who's who is your honorable mention? Give us one honorable mention here. Let's let's exit out strong. What, who do you got? All right. This one comes as a pair. I don't like the way that sounds coming out of this conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And, I'm, and I, I am building off of my Alex choice, too. Sure. OK. OK. Jay Silent Bob. <laughs> Let's fucking go, Lunchbox. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you know those guys are going to take you on a wild fucking adventure that is not going to make sense. And it's all going to be just because they want to see some chick or get soaked. <laughs>
0: you are be the most ridiculous human like, being on the planet for just I, being like, I, fuck I yeah, love, dude.
1: I would love to take... I would love to take them to a fucking like a concert or like a festival and just see what shit and just like I don't even have to do what they're doing. I just want to hang out with them and observe them being them in that setting.
0: And that you just want to place them into <laughs> random <laughs> events that you could possibly place them into, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. I just
1: dude, want to observe them being them. <laughs> I one
0: hundred percent agree, dude. Because like Jay's Highball would be <laughs> great to fucking kick it with. A little too wild for my personal taste, but it's like. Mm-hmm. Like, cause listen, I'm trying to get fun James, like sentimental Jay and Silent Bob, right? Yeah. I don't need necessarily yeah. Jay being like, "Hey baby, I've a your asshole licked by a fat guy in an overcoat." I don't need that Jay, <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah. the nice Jay where he's protecting a monkey. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all right. I, I yeah, can I that, can handle that. that, that or Dogma Jay, right? There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. that's a good one. I I can, I can hang out with that James Silent Bob, right? Mm. I think that's a good choice. I think that's especially a good
1: Silent Bob. I could hang out with that no, any of day all of the fucking time, week, right? Any day. Yeah. Like if I just and, replace and I, Jay I feel, with me. Yeah, I feel like it would be like I feel like it would be me and Silent Bob just like looking at Jane, just be like. The fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> not because you're silent, because you're
0: too high. Because you've been hanging out with them for two hours. No. You know what
1: I'm like, I know.
0: <laughs> so good. Dude. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take up too much time because we gotta do uh get get up out of here. But um, you know it's 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 interesting, right? Because this entire time we've been talking about fictional characters we want to kick it with very nice characters, very very like compelling characters, right? I just want to make it known that it would be. Ridiculous of me. I would I would be doing you all at home a disservice by not just being truthful here. Okay. My last pick coming out of the show here is going to be May from Overwatch, and you fucking know why, baby. Let's go. Because this has been the good Kraken Podcast. Actually, I gotta go over the schedule first. Tuesday. <laughs> Or we no. have a good cracking podcast. Bonk, bonk, son. Bonk on me, Doug. <laughs> and on Tuesday, we are talking our memories of the Sega Genesis. It's going to be so much fun, we Are you getting a little nostalgia in there? You know what I'm saying? The old talky no. talk. about. Something. What's up? Hmm. What's up, Devin? What's up? How do you know that she would even be into that? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? Neither of us had a bonk pick, so I had to do a bonk pick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> then Wednesday, we have Seventh Brevin. Uh, we're currently figuring out exactly what game is going to be playing on Wednesday. We're leaning towards something that uh, got a code for. We got looking at some stuff. So, like, we'll be, be hanging tight for that. We'll make some announcements for you guys. Mm-hmm. Then on Thursday, we got another recording for our patrons of the Shipwreck show if you want to be a part of that join us on patreon.com slash good cracking show we can check that out live uh that's 7 p.m pacific time where we always record that over on patreon for our patrons uh you can write on the show you can be a part of that so join us on patreon join us on patreon you don't want to miss that then on friday we have splash damage where this week we are playing golf with friends these motherfuckers finally talked me into it man god yeah.
1: damn it for all this long i um, thought i was dodging it so we I think we can play with up to like 8 or 12 people. Um if you guys want to play, you have to get the game on Steam. And it's like a $10 game. Get it, get on, it on Steam. Steam. If you want it play might us? even be on sale right now. It might even be on sale. If you already have it if you
0: already have it, cool. Join us. Yeah. Let's play some fucking golf with friends you know what i'm saying like let's let's, let's let's do some golfing guys come in and hang out with us uh, on friday we will basically have it open for people want to come in hang out with us and we know you mm-hmm. to some extent or another and you're not a piece of shit rando then to come in here and say some wild bonkers shit like nazis mm-hmm. were misunderstood fuck you uh
1: <laughs> yeah fuck that guy yeah um, fuck that guy and here. the way the way that will work too is if you go down to our Good Kraken Staff pa- uh, tab on our Discord page mm-hmm. um, in our server, there will be a room that is open that does not have a little lock. It'll mm-hmm. say waiting room on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So uh, join between the times of 6.30 p.m. and 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That would be you know 9.30, 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. Um, but yeah, just go to the waiting room, and one of us will slide you in, and we'll get you into the game and stuff. And we'll probably be able to play like a couple rounds that night because we are going to also be seeing Ernell take it away from Oh there.
0: my man! On Saturday, we are doing another good Kraken podcast where we are reviewing Top Gun Maverick, which is what we're seeing that night after after Slash Damage, dude. We're gonna be reviewing Top Gun Maverick. This movie is already getting a lot of critical acclaim. bonkers enough like it is yeah. like we're supposed to be actually really fucking good guys so we're gonna go see it on Friday night after we do some golfing with friends Uh come in here hang out with us on Saturday yeah. it's gonna be so much fun tell, guys tell them how
1: we're seeing it though oh, we're, we're seeing a D
0: box baby explosion right <laughs> guys at home please let us know what characters fictional characters you guys want to be hanging out with for an entire day tell us your wholesome story Give us your reasons why, uh, so we can horny bonk you or tell you that you're right. Uh, <laughs> you know Don't be like me. Oh, oh, God, Shark came in way too late. Oh, God, I really came in far too late. We love you, Shark. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us at yeah. all, man. We appreciate you for thinking about us. Guys, yeah. this has been the good crapping. <laughs> Can you read the outro for me?
1: This has been the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv. Forward slash good cracking show. If you enjoyed the show, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash good cracking show, where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post show content, and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video services across the digital sea. <laughs> Yorg. <laughs> You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by just subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken, explanation point, and leaving a review there. We got to get going. But on the, until next time, Good Kraken. <laughs>